Hey folks, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome to Cosmic Guidance for All. I'm Kira. I'm your host. Um, this is your weekly forecast for the week of um, May 15th through May 20th. And I'm excited to be back. Mercury is stationing direct. I feel like it's time. It's time for me to get back on the podcast. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I, you know, first of all, I'm wearing makeup, which I'm trying to do more of. <laughs> um, and then second of all, I'm in a different location right now. I'm in this beautiful apartment in Park Slope. It's one of my best friend's um, homes and their way. I'm watching their cute cat. And um, I figured, hey, this is a pretty setting. Let's record. So I'm here and we're going to get right into it because I'm running late to all the things I have to do today, <laughs> which, you know, makes sense with Mercury retrograde, right? Um, and Mercury, especially stationing. So I just have a couple of housekeeping notes, not a lot. Um, really just want to remind you or let you know about Joe's House if you don't already know. Um, Joe's House is my membership, um, and it's a cute little community space where twice a month we meet up on Zoom, um, once a month for our reading swap, so you get paired with another member, and you get to um, swap readings, do an hour each, and yeah, get, you know, practice your skills, get some experience. Um, we also host a community gathering every month. The next one's actually going to be this upcoming Thursday, May 18th. It's my half birthday. Um, so we'll do a cute little gathering. And basically, we talk about the current astrology and we go into groups and we talk about how it's affecting you and, you know, just get a chance to connect with other astrologers. Um, you also get access to my private Instagram page where sometimes I do private live streams and, you know, you can kind of connect with people there too. So, you get all that for $11 a month. Um, you can just go to kira.world slash join for more info and to sign up. And yeah, I would love to see you in there. Um, what else? What else? What else? I don't think I have anything else off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I'm in Brooklyn right now. I'm excited about it. Hopefully going to see some folks, some fellow astros while I'm here. Um, I'm going to be recording. Well, I'm going to keep that a secret until next week actually <laughs> um but yeah let's get into it let's let's talk about the week ahead we have mercury stationing direct in taurus at five degrees taurus um tonight sunday may 14th so um that's happening at 8 16 pacific 11 16 eastern so Monday morning, um, we have, you know, a direct Mercury. We start the week with Mercury direct. But remember, Mercury direct doesn't mean Mercury um, at its best <laughs> at all. It's actually, you know, barely moving. And so remember that. Remember things are kind of slow, especially in regard to the houses that Mercury rules in your chart, the Gemini and Virgo houses in your chart. Um, keep that in mind. Things are still pretty slow. Um, but hey, we're direct, we're facing forward, and, you know, we, we're moving towards resolution. So bright and early, actually, it's not even bright and early, it's in the middle of the night, 12.55 a.m. Pacific, um, which is 3.55 Eastern, so around, you know, in the middle of the night, the moon is going to leave Pisces and enter Aries. So again, we start off Monday morning, 
with this, you know, moon in Aries, this Kickstarter moon in Aries. We have Mercury direct. Monday is our get shit done day for sure um, of this week. It's one of the days, but it's certainly a good day. It's a good energy to start the week off on. So we have our Aries moon. Um, it's going to have a sextile with Pluto, Pluto right away within 30 minutes of entering Aries, which everything pretty much um, in, the in the aggressive sign these days is going to hit Pluto until Pluto retrogrades back into Capricorn soon. Um, we also have a Mars trine Neptune this Monday morning. So Mars in Cancer is going to trine Neptune in Pisces at 27 degrees. Um, that's at 645, 6.44 a.m. Pacific, um, 9.44 Eastern. And yeah, you know, this kind of, this this energy of the, I love Mars Neptune because one, it's just, it's good for kind of being a little dreamy. It's good for being a little bit romantic. Um, the way I'm looking at this Monday morning is like, you know, potential hangover or feeling a little hungover, even if you hadn't drank that much before. But Sunday, I mean, I'm about to go out. <laughs> It's Sunday. I'm going out for a day party. I'm sure I'm going to be feeling this, you know, sludginess um, Monday morning. But yeah, we have this almost dreamy, floaty feeling. Again, Mercury is barely moving. You might feel a little bit suspended in air, a little bit, you know, foggy, confusing. It's giving wake and, wake and bake, you know, it's giving morning sex. Um, it's giving take a really long shower, even, you know, a bath this morning. Um, yeah, I also wrote in my notes, it's a multi-bevy morning. So, you know, with all these water sign trines, we're going to have multiple beverages. A lot of us are already multi-bevy babies, but <laughs> multi-bevy babies. Um, gosh, that's, that's kind of hard to say. Expect to, expect to kind of fill up, you know, it's also giving like bloating, you know, just feeling a little bit more bloated, you know, drink your anti-bloat teas or whatever it is. Um, it's really watery and really wet. Again, really hot for some morning sex for sure, whether it's with yourself or someone else. Um, but once we get into the day, it's really like a get shit done type of day. It's pretty productive. Again, we have this Aries moon, which is very much like I have an Aries moon. It's very much a get shit done type of moon. It's a go, go, go just do, don't really think much type of energy. Um, and then later in the evening at 4.41 p.m. Pacific, 7.41 Eastern, um, the moon is going to square Venus in Cancer at nine degrees. So I'm marking this as like get your shit done before this this um, conjunction or the square, sorry. Um, and I decided, I didn't say this earlier, but I decided I'm going to go with my personal um, void yeah, I'm going to go with my void definitions, <laughs> and I'll I'll go over that again at some point. But um, essentially, I don't know. I kind of pick and choose sometimes. I probably shouldn't say that, but this 4:41 p.m. is it, technically, I think, because I'm not even totally sure yet. I think this is the start of a Hellenistic moon void. I'm looking at this as definitely a period of um, get shit done before this time. 4.41 p.m. Pacific, 7.41 Eastern. The reason I say that is because the moon's not going to be doing much of anything for the next, you know, day and a half. So 
Um, even though it's still going to be applying to a planet, it's a very wide gap in between those, um, between those aspects. So get your shit done on Monday before this, before the evening. Um, and by get your shit done, I mean, you know, all the things that you want to be productive about. So it's, you know, getting your groceries done, any sort of shopping you need to get done, any sort of emails that you need to send, any sort of meetings that you need to have on Monday. Like do send all your correspondences, your emails um, before the end of the day, before the end of the work day. And then in the evening, it's a great evening to chill. It's a great evening to, you know, over indulge a little bit, but don't overdo it. The moon um, in Aries, square Venus and Cancer can be the sort of um, shift of like, I've been going, 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 like, when do I stop and eat? When do I stop and, you know, indulge in a little bit of pleasure? So, um, don't get too hard on yourself when you stop. You know, some of us are like, I have two more hours left in the day. I can squeeze something else into that. How about you squeeze a nice little bath in or a really delicious meal or a nice phone call? Um, happy hour with a friend. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be all productive all the time. But again, Monday is a really great day to get some shit done. Tuesday, April 16th. I'm so excited for Tuesday, April 16th. We don't have much moon activity. Um, at 8.29 a.m. Pacific, 11.29 Eastern, the moon is going to conjoin Chiron. So, um, you know, keep an eye out for some pain points there. Um, this could just be anything from like feeling kind of sore, <laughs> literally, especially for my Aries placements, um, feeling sore, fe feeling tender, whether that's internally or externally, right? There's just this, the moon kind of highlighting Chiron every month can just kind of expo expose some pain points. So um, be be with that when it comes up and see what see what's coming up. Um, you might need a Band-Aid. You might need a phone call from a friend to just kind of help you process, you know, whatever it is for you. A lot of people aren't going to feel this at all, so don't worry too much about it. At 10.20 a.m. Um, Pacific, that's 1.20 p.m. Eastern, Jupiter is going to enter Taurus for the first time since... I think 2011. Um, it kind of excited. I'm excited. I'm pretty fucking stoked. I'm not going to lie. Jupiter is entering Taurus. It's going to be here for about a full year until May of next year. I don't remember the exact date, but yeah, Jupiter's entering Taurus. I'm so excited. And the reason I'm excited is because um, my natal Jupiter is in Virgo. So I'm excited. And, you know, my Pisces rising. So I'm excited for my chart ruler, Jupiter, to be in a visible house again, which is a third house. The second house is a dark house. So I haven't really been able to see myself as clearly. Um, my chart ruler, Jupiter, hasn't been able to see my natal chart ruler, Jupiter and Virgo. So I'm excited to just to get some visibility. Jupiter also rules my 10th house. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> my alarm, one sec. How annoying. Okay. <laughs> Forgot about my um, my medication alarm. Okay. Anyway, 
What was it? I was talking, I was gushing about Jupiter in Taurus and how excited I am. My parents both have Jupiter in Taurus, so they're having their Jupiter returns and they're big travelers. Um, and they're going on a really amazing trip to um, Southeast Asia the day after Jupiter enters Taurus. So they're starting off their Jupiter returns, right? I'm really stoked for them. Yeah, my whole family, we get Jupiter aspecting our natal Jupiters when Jupiter's in Taurus. So um, yeah, looking forward to it for sure. So that's kind of it for, for Tuesday, guys. Like literally those are the only aspects happening on Tuesday. We have that moon Chiron conjunction in the morning. Um, and then two hours later, Jupiter is going to enter Taurus. So it's a pretty void day, um, especially with the moon not doing much kind of slow. It's kind of drifty work-wise. It's really not the best day for big meetings. Um, It can be really good for brainstorming. It can be really good for just like, you know, finishing up work that you're working on. But don't expect, don't have high expectations for productivity on Tuesday. Um, It's really just like being there for the shift. Again, waiting as Mercury picks up speed noticing these changes that are happening this week because we have a lot of changes happening this week um and yeah the night tuesday night is not so great okay um it's not terrible but it's not a great night so this is not a night where i don't want you guys going on first dates tuesday night okay I don't want you guys planning big um, dinner meetings Tuesday night, unless you have to, but it's not the best, and I'll tell you why. Um, The moon's going to be applying to square Mars all night, so and that's going to happen overnight on Wednesday morning. So again, Tuesday night, go to bed early. It's um, Don't overindulge too much either. Don't eat too much on Tuesday night, and I only say that because you might have a hurt tummy in the morning. Um, it's just like kind of indigestion, you know, heartburn type of vibes with this, with this moon Mars square. Um, and don't get caught up in petty arguments. Okay. Whether it's online, whether it's with your partner, friends, family, whatever, try to just go to bed (laughs) because not much, like it's going to pass and it's going to pass by the morning. So like sleep it off. Um, and yeah. You may, you know, it might just be like an uncomfortable night. You might be overheated. It's just, it's a hot, uncomfortable type of energy with this like wet and hot. Wet being the moon and Cancer and hot being Mars and Aries. Like it's just, it's an interesting combo. Um, And they're ruling each other. It's a mutual reception. So it's not terrible. But one thing I will say about this energy, um, it's really great. This is what I call like first responder energy especially at night. So people who have this natally are just really good at like responding to things and sort of like having a, you know, being able to caretake in, in the moment essentially. Um, so something like that might come up on Tuesday night where you have to kind of just be quick to respond and quick to act and to help with something. Yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, May 17th. Um, at 2.09 a.m. Pacific, 5, 5.09 a.m. Eastern, the moon is going to square Mars in Cancer at 28 degrees. This is, this is another thing, 28 degrees, 28 degrees Cancer. Guess what that is? Mars's 
lowest point in the zodiac. It is maximum fall for Mars. So we have exaltation degrees where the planet is at its most exalted, right? Um, For Mars, that is 28 degrees, the 28th degree of Capricorn. So opposite that in the planet, or sorry, in the sign that Mars has its fall, Cancer, um, we get the maximum uh, fall, (laughs) the maximum depression point for Mars. So that's Wednesday um, morning, bright and early. We have the moon highlighting, kind of adding fuel to that, (laughs) to that sadness, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not that sad um, in Cancer. And honestly, it's good news if you think about the Mars houses in your chart. Almost everyone's Mars houses have been going through it um, with, you know, from the Mars retrograde to Mars in Cancer being in fall. So this is the lowest of the low, you guys. We're going, there's only, only way up from here. There's only up from here. <laughs> I forget. But anyway, we're only going up from here. There we go. There we go. We're only going up from here. Um, so that that's Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. We hit our low point. Mars rules my second house. I already know that it's going to be the point where all my money is gone from my bank account. I just know it. Um, and then some more will come in. You know, there's going to be more coming in. But Think about the houses that Mars rules in your chart and how we're at sort of like a deficit or a low point here. The cool thing, though, again, is that we have the moon mutual reception. So maybe there is some like exchanging of resources that is happening here um, that makes it so things aren't as bad as they could be. Um, I do think that moon being in Aries helps. Okay. That is when the moon's going void, too, and moon squares Mars. So... It's funny because like I, it confuses me. I'm like, is that when it's ending its long ass Hellenistic void, or is that when it's starting its void? It's kind of, I'm looking at it as void <laughs> until it enters Taurus just a couple hours later. So, um, oh, also wanted to note the Aries and Scorpio risings. Like I said, the Mars, the Mars chart, Mars ruled areas of your charts, but you guys ruled by Mars. Like if you're feeling crappy this week. You probably have been feeling crappy the past week too, but this week especially, like, don't expect much out of yourself physically. Please take it easy. Thinking about a couple of people. And I always have to plead, plead with the Mars World people, please take it easy. Um, because you guys, I, I get it. I'm a Martian too. Like, I have I'm a Scorpio sun, Aries moon, Mars and Scorpio. It is hard to slow down. We don't want to slow down. Um because we don't think we need to, because we are like, I can do it. Classic Martian, right? Um, but just take it easy when Mars is at this low point, okay? Trust me, you'll you'll be happy you did. Um, okay, 5.27 a.m. Pacific, 8.27 a.m. Eastern, the moon enters Taurus. No longer void from, um, again, my POV. And the beautiful thing about this day, Wednesday morning, um, after the moon leaves this crappy, crappy square with Mars at max fall, it's going to enter Taurus, become exalted, and immediately conjoin Jupiter within 20 minutes um, of entering Taurus. So I'm really loving this um, this little sweet spot of 20 minutes in between 5.27 a.m. and 5.47 a.m. Pacific, where the moon is in Taurus and conjoining Jupiter. This is the period of time where if you have an important email to send, if you have 
a launch email to send, a newsletter to send, um, an important text. Maybe it might be too early. I don't know. Um, this is that. This is a really sweet window to do it. This is really fruitful. Um, if you want to be literally planting some seeds, this is a really good time for planting. Um, yeah, it's. I also like planting this for this because it's right before the new moon too. So. Um, it might not be the best. It's, I don't know. To me, it's like that dark void moon space, not void moon, but the dark moon space is very much that seed, like, you know, underneath the earth. And then you water it and praise it as the moon grows and that seed grows. So for all the planters, <laughs> for all the green thumbs out there, and whether you're doing that some symbolically or literally, um, this is just a really sweet little, I mean, we're going to have plenty moon Jupiter conjunctions in Taurus over the next year. Um, 24 or sorry, 12. In fact, I don't know why I said 24, 12. In fact, we'll have, um, every month for the next year, but it's a sweet, a nice, sweet one. So the moon is going to conjoin Jupiter, um, 5 47 AM Pacific at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, we get the moon square Pluto and Aquarius. So like I said, everyone's running into Pluto for the most part when they um, enter into a new sign. And then 1235 Pacific, 335 Eastern, the moon's going to conjoin the North Node in Taurus at four degrees. Um, then a couple hours later, four hours later, 427 p.m., Moon conjoins Mercury and Taurus at six degrees. So Moon is just like entering Taurus and boom, 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 boom. Jupiter, North Node. Oh, sorry, Jupiter, Pluto squared, conjoins the North Node, conjoins Mercury, um, who's barely moving again. And then um, shortly after that, 30 minutes after that, the Moon's going to sextile Saturn and Pisces. Um, and then later on, about an hour later, 6.10 p.m. Pacific, 9.10 Eastern, Jupiter, in Taurus is going to square Pluto and Aquarius. Like I said, everyone's running into Pluto. So Wednesday is a very active day. Um, the moon entering Taurus at the beginning of the day, it just makes for a great start to a day, um, especially with the conjoining Jupiter. This is, again, beautiful day for morning sex, a beautiful day for waking up and dancing around, you know, put on some nice music. Um, rejoice, shake off this, whatever feelings you had from Tuesday and, um, feel, feel like the sensual abundance, the luxurious abundance of like being alive in this body, in your body, um, you know, on this planet, where, wherever you are, just feel into that with this moon, Jupiter and Taurus and, all of these moon and Taurus transit, that's what this is good for. This is like really good for a really, this is a good day for good food. Okay. This is a good day for, again, good touch, like schedule that massage. If you're, if you're in the mood for massage, this is a good day for it. Um, yeah. Tend to your garden, tend to your plants, tend to your, your house plants. Um, it's just, it's a good day for using your hands, cooking, you know, um, like I said, schedule your big emails to send for 5.30 to 5.45 a.m. Pacific or 4 p.m. to 4.20 p.m. Pacific this day. So this is when the moon is 
the moon's going to be conjoining Jupiter at that earlier time. And then later on, it's when the moon is conjoining Mercury. Um, I really like this for like emails and correspondences or having a meeting or having a talk, you know, it's, um, it's good for, I think the moon, Mercury, moon, Jupiter are good for being able to kind of zoom out or zoom in, especially moon, Jupiter. It's like, you can really zoom out, um, get some big picture perspective on things. Moon, Mercury is really good for getting into the details and zooming in. Um, Yeah. I think overall, oh, I was going to say um, big lunch day. Again, it's a good day for eating, I think. So it's great for having a big lunch, especially when the moon's on the north node. That's kind of maybe eating too much sometimes. Um, but this is reminding me of when I used to work in advertising. And, um, you know, sometimes we'd have sponsored lunches. An agency would come and want to give us lunch so we could look at their photographers' portfolios, things like that. And I used to tell my friends in the agency when that would happen to come get some free lunch. Like, this is the type of aspect that I would kind of expect (laughs) free lunch, you know, or free food to come from. Um, So keep your eyes out for free food or opportunities to, you know, eat a little bit extra um, or indulge a little bit extra. Um, So, yeah, big lunch, good for happy hours, that type of thing. Um, you could also be hosting today. This could be, you could be the one doing the hosting, doing the caretaking, the nurturing, the feeding or being fed. Um, but again, beware of overdoing it. You don't want to, you don't want to overdo it. Not for any moral reasons. I, I'm a, a Virgo girly. I'm an IBS girly. I say it cause I'm worried about people's tummies <laughs> hurting. <laughs> that is literally the only reason I say don't, don't overdo it when it comes to eating. Um, but of course, if you, I mean, Hey, don't listen to me (laughs) if you don't want to. Um, Overall, it's a really productive day. It feels really fruitful. The one thing I say, it might be tough for the Sag Risings and the Pisces Risings. um, Mental health-wise, this could be a tough day. Just try not to consume too much info, too much news. Try not to be like in a space of ruminating and obsessing. There's this propensity for racing thoughts, that type of thing. The reason I say that is because of the Jupiter um, square to Pluto. So anyone can be aware of this, you know, um, Pluto, those Pluto squares, man, when a planet is squaring Pluto, when your ruling planet is squaring Pluto, especially, um, you know, those those are days where Pluto can just make us really obsessive and um, compulsive as well and kind of make things feel really extreme, like, I have to do this now, or I'm going to go crazy if I don't figure out this information and I just need to know everything like that. Trust me, I'm a Pluto, I'm a Pluto girl, Sun, Mars, Pluto conjunction. So I know, I know what it's like. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye out for that. Those, those tendencies with these Pluto squares on Wednesday, Thursday. Um, oh, before I go on to Thursday, we'll say could be a really good date night Wednesday. Um, could be a really good date night for Cancer and Cap Risings um, with the Moon Saturn sextile, but really for any um, Earth and Water Risings, I think this could be a really cute date night. I have a date, a first date scheduled on this day, so I'm excited about it. Um, and I'm just again sharing the tea. This is um, I want my friends, I want you guys to you know have good dates, and it doesn't have to be first dates. You could be going on dates with your 
current partner you could be going on dates with your friends you know i'm just saying like in the by date i mean a good night to go out and have fun with one-on-one with someone or in a group even um okay thursday may 18th it's my half birthday i'm expecting um presents dms posts celebrating me turning 31 and a half i'm gonna be really disappointed if i don't <laughs> i'm joking um but I do. I've always celebrated my half birthday, so excited! It falls on a thirsty Thursday, um, and this is a nice day. We have the sun sextiling um, Neptune and Pisces, so Sun and Taurus is going to sextile Neptune at twenty-seven degrees. Um, this is at one fifty-nine a.m. Pacific, pretty much two a.m. five a.m. Eastern. Um, so that's happening overnight. Or in the morning, I guess you could say, 2.18 a.m. Pacific, um, 5.18 Eastern. We have the moon in Taurus, sextiling Venus in Cancer. This is why I really like thir- sorry, Wednesday night as a date night because we have the moon applying to this sextile with Venus. I really like this for the earth and water girlies, um, the risings. Like It's just really sweet and cute, and um, especially for the Cancer placements. I, I like this for you guys. Um, so yeah, that happens in the middle of the night. So it's early morning Thursday. It's going to be building Wednesday night, which is why I like it. Um, 4.28 PM Pacific. So that's 7.30 Eastern. The moon's going to conjoin Uranus and Taurus. And, um, about seven hours later overnight, we have Mercury, sextile Saturn and Pisces. So 11.30 9 p.m. Pacific, that's like 2.39 a.m. Eastern, Um, Mercury and Taurus is going to sextile Saturn and Pisces at 6 degrees. So overall, Thursday, May 18th, it's a pretty chill day. It's a pretty chill day overall. You get pretty supportive energy um, with all the sextiles and, yeah, lots of sextiles. Um, It could be a day, though, of unexpected news, some unexpected events happening, some surprises. Again, unexpected does not mean bad. Um, And I didn't say this before. I always feel like I need to preface with this, with these forecasts, but I am, I'm an astrologer for the people, (laughs) for individuals, I should say. I'm not, this is not mundane astrology, meaning I'm not making any sort of predictions about world events or anything that could be happening on like a mass scale. Um, these are, these are forecasts for like you as a person in your day-to-day life, not for society. Um, so when I say like, oh, it's a chill day overall, and then like something terrible happens, don't come for me, (laughs) please, (laughs) because I'm not talking about the world, um, or society. I'm talking about like, generally speaking on our, in our day-to-day, you know, um, our day-to-day lives just existing as adults in this world. Okay. I don't know why I felt this thing. I think because I said it's a chill day overall. I'm like, watch something crazy happen and then people are going to come for me. Don't come for me. Um, <laughs> it's a chill day. Again, the unexpected piece to it with um, the, the moon conjoining Uranus. Sometimes that's just like you drop a plate, you know, or something falls off the wall and you're like, what the hell? Um yeah, it could be news from something, someone. You never know with the earnest, but nothing to fear. 
Um, it's a really good day for important conversations. Um, things like, you know, meetings, correspondences, if you need to, again, send some important emails, um, if you need to have a meeting with someone, if you're, you know, it's a good day for that. We have that moon, um, the, sorry, Mercury sextiling Saturn applying all day, which I really love. Um, and then we have that moon Venus sextile again that happened earlier in the morning. So it's a, it's, it's a nice day, I think, um, Thursday. One thing to know, oh, and I, I was going to say it's a good, it's a pretty good day or night for dinner, um, for a date, that type of thing. But what's important to note is that we are very much in a balsamic moon at this point. Um, the moon is very, very dark and is not visible. It's very balsamic. So a lot of us feel pretty um, low energy around balsamic moon. So just keep that in mind. You know, you might, you might be feeling a little bit more tired or lower energy around this time, um, especially if you're cancer rising or very, you know, cancer type person ruled by the moon. Um, yeah. So we have this balsamic moon, but overall pretty, pretty chill day, pretty nice day, Thursday the 18th. Um, yeah. Hit, hit me up if you <laughs> send me a half birthday gift. Um, Friday, May 19th, um, we have at 6.39 a.m. Pacific, 9.39 Eastern, the moon in Taurus will sextile Neptune in Pisces, 27 degrees. Neptune is getting there. It's getting late in Pisces. We're getting, we're getting a little close to Neptune in Aries, a little too close for me. Um, so it's going to sextile Neptune and then at, um, basically 9am Pacific, so it's 8.53am Pacific, um, uh, which is pretty much a little bit before noon Eastern, we have our Taurus new moon at 28 degrees. Um, so yeah, new moon in Taurus, our little, our refresher that we get every year, um, in our Taurus house. And the special thing about this new moon in Taurus is... Notice I didn't say eclipse. Notice I mentioned a lunation in Taurus that didn't have the word eclipse attached to it. Um, this is our first lunation in Taurus since the spring of 2021. Um, so two years that hasn't been an eclipse. So we can rejoice at that. We finally have some renewal in our Taurus area of our lives. So think about the Taurus house in your chart. Not only do we have this new moon to sort of fresh things up, close out eclipse season. Um, we still, we will have an eclipse here still in this, in the fall, but hang tight. Um, we will have Jupiter here as well. We have Mercury direct here. We have again, the sun and the moon conjoining here. This is a pretty busy, active part of your life right now. This Taurus house in your life for the Taurus risings, that's your body. I'm thinking about, I'm at my best friend's house. She's a Taurus sun and rising and she's pregnant. So I'm fully expecting her to start really showing um, now that Jupiter is going to be in her first and all this stuff's happening in her first house. Um, yeah, there's just, I'm, it's my third house, Taurus. So I'm back in Brooklyn, which is my favorite, you know, Bushwick's my favorite neighborhood in the world, I think it definitely is, you know, I pretty much became a person here and, um, I'm just out and about 
I'm planning on being out and about all goddamn week with all these planets in my third house. So, and I'm also recording podcasts, you know, all this recording, all this third house stuff is very much like the tech of setting up these videos, these podcasts and recording um, and writing. I have horoscopes too. Oh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Taurus New Moon. I'm really stoked about it. Um, at 10:50 a.m. Pacific, um, which is 11 no, 1:50 p.m. Eastern, so about 2 p.m. Um, the Moon is going to sextile Mars and Cancer at 29 degrees and go void. So um, we have a void Moon for about an hour. Mars is at 29 Cancer on Friday. We are getting the hell out of, I almost said Dodge. <laughs> We're getting the hell out of fall. Um, so we have this pretty much an hour long void moon until 11.47 a.m. Pacific. Um, what is that Eastern? It's 2.47 p.m. Eastern. Um, the moon's going to enter Gemini. And... Um, about 30 minutes after that, it's going to try and Pluto and Aquarius. Like I said, we're hitting Pluto left and right. Um, and then it's going to be applying to square Saturn for the rest of the day for the next 12 hours. So Friday is a little uh, not great, honestly. Um, we have the new moon, which is really lovely, and the sextile to Mars. I... I'm saying it's okay. It's a really refreshing energy. Like I said, it's really nice, but it can be kind of tiring and low energy. This Friday can be a really productive morning, um, up into this, this moon Mars sextile, um, morning, afternoon, depending on where you are in, in America. I'm saying America because I'm not, I can't do all the time zones of the world. I'm sorry, folks. Um, but yeah, it's pretty productive, that moon. It's, again, tiring. It, the moon doesn't have a lot of light or anything. It's very, very dark still. But um, that sextile to Mars can be pretty, like, get this in before, you know, before the weekend starts. So um, if you do have some stuff to do on Friday before, you know, you don't want to think about it and stress about it on the weekend, do it before, um, what time is that? Before 10.50 Pacific, Um what's that again? One fifty Eastern, one fifty PM Eastern, and then just pack it up for the day. Basically, we don't have much going on. Um, make your purchases before the moon goes void, you know, buy your groceries before the moon goes void. Um, and take, you can take your little lunch breaks. Like I like the, take a break, basically that hour long period before the moon enters Gemini, step away from your desk. Okay take your time, take a breather, um, take a walk, you know, take it and then have lunch after the moon enters Gemini or before it goes void, but try not to like buy food or buy anything during that hour long void period. It's just not good for that. I'm also going to say not a good day for manifestation rituals. Um, I would hold off until the moon is in cancer. Um, and I say that because it's the moon's going to be applying to square Saturn all day. It's like not, I already am like, wait until the moon has a little bit of light to do like ritual work. Um, but the fact that it's going to be squaring Saturn all day, you know, while it's in Gemini this, this Friday, it's like, 
it's it's slow. It's tough. This is the type of energy where you might have to make a tough decision or you're like having a hard time making a choice um, about something. You might be feeling really locked in or limited by your choices. Um, and it's just like annoying, you know, it's not the best energy. So Friday night, not the best night for going out. Not definitely not a good first date night. Try not to do your first dates on Friday. It's kind of a fighty, testy type of night. Um, stay in, get some rest, chill, you know, maybe hang out with a friend, type of friend where you can kind of just like coexist and you don't really have to talk much. Or if you do want to talk, it's the type of friend that can really help you work through some stuff in a constructive way. Um, don't just like talk at people <laughs> unless, unless you need that and they agree to that. But Friday night is not my favorite night um, at all for, for going out especially. Saturday, we get another shift um, at 8.31 a.m. Pacific. That's 11.31 Eastern. Mars is going to enter Leo. So this is Saturday, May 20th. Mars enters Leo. Immediately, it's applying to oppose Pluto and Aquarius, right? So that's on all day. Um, what else is on all day is the moon is void all day long. <laughs> we just have no moon aspects at all. It's void all weekend, honestly. It's not, it's kind of a weird weekend. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a wash, like productivity wise. You might be able to get some stuff done, I'm sure. Um, especially the Martians, rejoice your chart ruler is no longer in fall it's inching its way back up um the opposition to pluto might be annoying so again be aware of a propensity to like obsess or hyperfixate um on something just try not to ingest too much that that might set you off you know um and just try to be with your feelings you know don't act on anything. Here's the thing. Don't act on anything today on Saturday. Don't like, don't hyperfixate on something and be like, I have to do something today. Try, you can hyperfixate and feel all your feelings and try not to make any harsh, rash decisions. Um, yeah, just try to try with that process. It's a processing day be with what comes up process 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 um mars is going to oppose pluto at 8 12 p.m pacific so 11 12 eastern so again it's pretty much on all day um yeah it's not a great date night okay it's not a great date night it's a good netflix and chill or like a movie outing type of hang um, with someone that you're already comfortable and familiar with, this isn't like a meet new people type of day, okay? Um, Sunday, May 21st, the moon is still void <laughs> almost all day. It's a void moon day. It's a void, void moon weekend, I should say. Um, but we do have some another fun change happening, 12.09 a.m., um, Pacific, so 309 in the morning Eastern, the sun will enter Gemini and Gemini season begins. So happy Gemini season to all my beautiful gems, um, the suns, the risings. I'm excited for y'all. Again, of course, we immediately hit Pluto. The sun's going to try and Pluto around 7 a.m. Pacific, um, 10 Eastern. The moon in Gemini will square Neptune in Pisces, 27 degrees. That happens at 3.11 Pacific, so 6.11 p.m. Eastern. 
Um, this is again why Sunday is such a like drifty, voidy type of day because the moon's literally doing nothing. Like it's just applying to square Neptune. Um, that just feels like a really stony type of day. Not great for me. I have a lot of stuff I have to do this day. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, again, I say these suggestions. I get it. Like life happens and I'm just giving you the, the weather that I see, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not telling you there's no shoulds here, right? Like I get it. It's, you can't always, you can't always be perfect. It almost never is perfect. We'll say that, right? Um, so again, we just have the moon squaring Neptune. We have the sun in Gemini trying Pluto. That's most of the day. Um, at 8.28 p.m. E- sorry, Pacific. So that's 11.28 p.m. Eastern. The moon will enter Cancer. So we get to start off next Monday with a beautiful um, Cancer moon. Um at night, so 10.53 p.m. Pacific. So that's, I always mix the 10s I always have a hard time with. 10 to, 10 to 1, 1, 1 a.m. Uh, Monday morning, uh, 50, so almost 2 a.m. we can say. The moon will sextile Jupiter and Taurus at one degree, so that's really sweet. Um, it could be a good, like, send an email out in the middle of the night type of time. Um, and then at... 10:56 p.m. Pacific, 1:56 a.m. Eastern. The 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 sun in Gemini is going to sextile Mars and Leo at zero degrees. So the sun Mars sextile can be really nice, really productive. Um, again, like that, you might be up, especially the Mars and Sun rule people, like the Leo risings, the Airy risings, the Scorpio risings. Um, you might be up an atom doing stuff especially if like the gemini sun might have you buzzing too um while the moon is void you might be doing stuff i'm not saying you can't get anything done but um again it's not it's not a weekend to like launch start things new um wait until monday when the moon is happy in cancer wait until monday to do your manifestation rituals your fertility rituals all of that again low expectation type of day but it's Gemini season. Um, I think Sunday is really good for phone calls, like endless phone calls where you can just call up a friend and just talk, you know. Um, it's great for journaling. It's really good for scrolling. It's it's one of those get lost in a TikTok scroll type of days. Um, and so dissociating in front of the TV, getting really stoned and watching TV marathons or movie marathons, um, getting lost in fantasy or fact, you know, Wikipedia holes, you know, like that's the type of energy of Sunday. Um, and once the moon enters cancer, I think we'll all be able to sleep pretty well, probably better than the rest of the weekend. Um, and yeah, start off our, our following week with good breakfast maybe (laughs) moon and cancer just feeling a little bit um more or maybe not feeling but with um more awareness of you know how to how and what we need to do to take care of ourselves so yeah um i think overall this for this week our most productive days are monday and wednesday um we can definitely get a lot done those days at least work week wise um, we have Monday and Wednesday are also our grocery shopping days. Our great, our, our best days for like 
meetings, correspondences, emails. We have that Wednesday, um, a couple couple of different windows on Wednesday that we really like. Um, Wednesday is also, I think, the best day for lunch dates and the best nights for going out and dates, dinners, gatherings, Wednesday and Thursday for sure. Um, Yeah, Thursday can be a tough night potentially. Sorry, I meant to say Tuesday can be a pretty tough night potentially. So try to not do try not to plan fun things for Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, those, that's, I think that's my forecast for you. (laughs) Um, we got that in pretty quickly. I'm going to try to upload this pretty quickly before I head out and go party. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to this week and not necessarily to everything that's going to happen this week, but kind of getting past this week because we have so many shifts and changes happening from Mercury going direct to Jupiter entering Taurus to the Taurus new moon to Mars entering Leo on Saturday to Sun entering Gemini on Sunday. Like it's just, it's time. We're having a lot of shifts and I'm looking forward to seeing where we land next week after all these shifts take place. Um, and I'll, and I'll be there. I'll be here. I'll be here in your ear again, giving you the download, download, <laughs> the forecast. You'll get your, your forecast. Um, my, my goal for all this third house action for me this week in Taurus is to, um, start trying to make some short form content too. So trying to condense a lot of this and just give you the facts about the week, um, about, you know, what are the best days for your emails? What are the best days to buy groceries? What are the best days for dates? All of that. I want to give you guys just that without all all of the astro in a shorter form way. So I'm working on that this week. We'll see what I come up with. It's going to be, um, you know, experiment. So wish me luck. And I'll see you again next week. We have a really, really good episode of Ask Kira coming out soon, too, um, with my friend Amber J. So getting that edited and up soon. Um, and, of course, follow on the gram. Um, I'm at the Astrology. The show is at Cosmic Guidance for All. Join Job's house. Um, again, we have our next gathering on Thursday the 18th. And, Yeah talk to you again next time, folks. Love you lots.